Hello, I am Amber. I'm Chelsea. And welcome to Politics But Make It Fashion. Come chat with us. freaking Sunday. Happy Sunday, everybody. I hope you are all enjoying this very rainy, chilly um, Sunday. Here. It is rainy and chilly. <laughs> Y'all, this week, it was freezing. I I think winter came back. Okay, I enjoyed every minute of it. It was just a nice, cool spring week. Yeah, <laughs> I enjoyed it once I realized it was going to be cold. Just the it whole was, week. Yeah, it was the whole, like, initial, oh, it's, like, warm today, and I went out in shorts, and then it was, like, 45 degrees later that afternoon, and I was like, this was a mistake. Girl, I'm (laughs) cracking up. You were like, first of all, I'm at Walmart. Second of all, I'm in shorts. Third of all, I feel played. (laughs) It was. Oh, my gosh. It was. And I was in Walmart. It was a mess. I looked at the weather at the beginning of the week, and it was, like, one day potential rain, and then I feel like. Thursday through today has just been rain. Yeah, yeah. Games, jokes. Travesty. (laughs) (laughs) But the good thing is I haven't started on my garden yet because it's been so cold. Okay. Um, So my procrastination slash now it's justified because it's cold. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, so me and Jacqueline are going to be starting on that here. Girl, I I love that you guys are going to do that together. Yeah, we garden. We've gardened for the last couple years together. Now, what do you garden in your garden? So we plant, um, like, peppers. I think there's watermelon in there. Um, oh, my gosh. There's pumpkin. Um, There's arugula, lettuce. I plant basically, ve- like, a vegetable garden that we can just go out. Like, I would go out last year and grab, like, the, I think I planted spicy arugula. Ooh. Well, it was so good. Oh my gosh, it sounds really good. I didn't know that there, that there was such a thing. Neither girl, did I. <laughs> girl started doing that. My mom is doing that where she's like huge with flowers and Maddie always goes and helps her. But then this Aww. year, like she had a little side tomato plant that we literally like, grew, like we would go get the tomatoes and use them in salads and stuff. Yeah. Girl, She's like, well, this, the way this inflation is going, these girls are themselves. So, girl, right. half of our flower beds, and I don't know if it's going to work because, again, I live in Delco. No, I <laughs> mean, I don't see why it wouldn't. Half of our, like, we have half of the bed being flowers, and the other side, she did, she did like cucumbers, peppers, yeah, yeah, yeah. lettuce, co- uh, yeah. tomatoes. So, girl, listen, I'm right there with you. We are gardeners now. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we are. And we got these kids involved. They got to live off the lamb, okay? Yeah, yeah, because I have no idea what <laughs> I'm doing, so. Same. Thank God for Cheryl. Girl, I wish I had somebody. Tell her to come up here and look at mine. I know. <laughs> She's like, she really, well, girl, you know, she be playing worship music and classical music. She talks the flower, to them. Okay, see, that's, she, that's probably what I'm not doing. And she talks to them. Like I like I literally came in one time. I was like, "Oh my gosh, this thing is out of control." She was like, first of all, please stop being so negative out loud." Oh. I was like, "What?" She's okay. like, "You cannot talk like that. There's a chemical reaction to negativity. They're going to hear it." I'm like, "Oh my god." Okay. Girl, she is so serious, but I swear to you it works. 
So I need to be in the garden positive. Positive, girl. And not terrified of, like, bugs or snakes. No, because the plants feel it, girl, apparently. Girl, people have sent Cheryl their plants to, like, rehab, and she rehabs them. But she really called me out. She was like, first of all, how dare you talk I mean, about- I'm saying you're being, like, really negative with the plant. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so teach that okay. to Jackson. Uh, I will. I will. I normally do have, like, my speaker out there. It's normally probably more ratchet than, like... Well, right. Try so pushing it I'm up. Gonna, yeah, I am. Yeah. <laughs> I will. I will. We'll like, play some classical stay- music out there. Yeah, and- be like, Jacqueline, stay positive. They sense it. Yeah. yeah. Well, because she's terrified of bugs. Well, Anything crawling. So, like, it's, so she, like, has a very love-hate relationship. She also doesn't really like to be dirty. Well, so, uh, Jacqueline is, when I tell you I understand, Jacqueline, <laughs> that is that is what, you're speaking the vibe to me. Also, I kind of don't want to tell you this, but I feel like, I feel a responsibility to tell you this. I saw this picture shared, and it was somebody who's a gardener. Nope, she they, already, I can already tell. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, like, literally had a picture of their pants with, it was duct taped. Oh, at the, the bottom? Pants. Yeah, yeah but the duct tape, tape around them and with all the ticks on it. Exactly. And Girl, when I, I saw the picture, I didn't know they were gardening. There was I more they were ticks. just like in the woods. No, they were gardening, girl. It's more ticks than you can count. And I was like, first yeah. of all, I pray that they are living someplace in like Wyoming and not in like where I Pennsylvania. Because <laughs> that is way too many ticks. Like if it was a tick, that would still be horrifying. But it was like more ticks than I could count. No. So wear duct tape on your pants. Duct tape, sticky side out. Just saying. So I got to do all that just to go in a garden. All that, just in case, girl. Because if mm. she doesn't like creepy crawling, so what about she's my really hands? not going to. What about my, like, do I need to then tape my wrist? I, if it were me, I would. I'm just saying. <laughs> That's ridiculous. I should have to do all I'd that. I'd be, just in case. Okay. Because if you don't like creepy crawly things, you're really not going to like a tick. Well, no, and I've had a tick before. So. Me too. It's horrifying. Hashtag well, and- growing up in New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to touch it, but you want it. Like, you need to get it off. Yeah, and, exactly. And, yeah, it's very stressful. And then you just have chills all throughout your body all day thinking, oh, my gosh, is this how it ends? Like, yeah, right, exactly. Tick on me. No, I know. Pretty much. Reality. <laughs> yeah, now I'm falling apart. Girl. With the tick. No, I, I literally have to change the subject because I'm about to jump out of my skin. So, girl, what are you doing this morning, this beautiful, rainy Sunday morning? Okay, so today, guys, is my spring concert, Swingin' in the Spring. Woo! And we all have to bring a dish because after the concert, there is a silent auction, a raffle, and snacks. Are you bringing your own wine or what? No, I thought about bringing a drink because I was like, oh, it's, but no, I don't think, I don't think that's the vibe. Okay, um, that's not the vibe. Girl, what are you going to wear? So you have to wear white on top and black on the bottom. Very classic look. I'm here yes. for it. I don't actually have like a white shirt. Mm. So I have like a white, like oversized men's dress shirt that I wear as like a dress. Okay. So I'm going to wear that with... Either wear, like, black pants and, like, tuck it in, or just wear black tights and black boots and call it a day. I feel like that would be very cute, very classic, and very you. The, the tights yes. with the boots. and that's how I've worn it before, but I don't know, because, like, 
technically I'm not white on top, black on the bottom. And she really has been pushing this. So. Well, you know what? Don't make waves. This is not where you want to make waves. Well, no. And I'm kind of on the end, too. So, so you'll I'm be like, seen. Yes, because I'm tall, so. So, girl. Okay, go <laughs> safe. Go safe. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. But I do. I have, like, black. I have, like, my black leather shorts. Ooh. I thought maybe just put it, throwing them on. And I love shirt. shorts with a tight underneath and some boots. Yeah, me too. I also love shorts with no tights and some heels. Oh, that's cute. Yes. That reminds oh, yes. me of Beyonce. Uh, Beyonce? <laughs> in her one video, she has on, like, a white tank top and jean shorts and heels. And she's, like, walking. I think it's for Crazy in Love music video. Oh, back in the day. Girl, you're back, back girl, with yeah. Somebody. And that, when I think of jeans and, like, heels, I think of her walking down the street, like a fashion model with them, and I'm, I feel it, yes. You're like, yeah, yes. Or, yeah, yeah. Beyonce and I are pretty much. (laughs) (laughs) You're basically Beyonce. So yeah. So I'm gonna make some protein balls and um, cover them in chocolate for tonight. Well, that's a really healthy choice. Yeah, girl, I love that. So you know what? Side note about the protein because I feel like everything I'm reading is like protein, protein, protein. And I actually talked to somebody on Friday and they were like, yeah, I have to monitor my protein and like what type of protein I intake because I have kidney disease, which I had no clue that too much protein or maybe like a not as like clean type of protein could affect the kidneys. Well, I did know about not as clean protein for, um, I did, I dated like a bodybuilder person. Girl, so I don't I, even want to talk about it. I don't even want to talk about it. So I did learn about non-clean protein. And then also mm-hmm. about, like, too much protein uh, if, um, for your body. Just because everything is like, oh, we're, we have so much protein, so much protein. Right. And stuff. So, like, I know I don't get enough protein because I really don't eat a lot of meat. Right. And I also don't like beans. I try, guys. I can't. Um, so, so for me, like for me, it's fine that I can, I drink a protein shake, you know, in the mornings or like as a meal replacement. And then like, I'm making a protein balls. But as far as somebody who's like a big meat eater and bean eater and stuff, if you're getting natural protein all the time, and then on top of that, adding a lot of protein, like your body can have too much. Right. You know, everything is all about balance and stuff. So I think she's right. You really have to kind of pay attention to that well yeah especially when your kidneys are at risk yeah well and you know my kidneys barely be kidneying no i know well so i'm so happy that you told me that yeah monitor that protein (laughs) so that protein balls just go ahead and like step it up and use the best protein powder girl i remember finding out that you use the same protein powder that i use but i like i feel like i know everything about you and we talk every day yeah i found out You use the same protein I use from one of your videos that you shared <laughs> on, on TikTok. I was like, oh my gosh, I use that same protein. Yes. Um, shout Orgain. out to Ghost Protein. Oh no, I use Orgain. I saw you use Orgain. Do you like Ghost better? No, I like both of them. Is your, Orgain's vegan too, right? It's yeah. vegan and it's yeah. very, yeah. very mm-hmm. clean. The one thing about that though is like, 
Uh, well, at least, girl, maybe you can tell me. At least I've seen with Orgain, like, I have to put in fruit with it. I have to put in almond milk with it. I almost want, like, a protein. I use Isogenics protein replacement, like, in the summer. Like, or not protein Well, that's kind of why I go through both with Orgain and Ghost, because Ghost, I can literally just add almond milk. And I can so, go. And, like, and it tastes good. Well, so that's what it is, is like, that's what, like, when you're doing, like, kind of like a meal replacement because it's so hot out, girl, in the summer, I'd be meal replacing with Girl, because cakes. I cannot even, when I don't so want to eat. I can't No, eat. I, I can't, don't. Yeah. Girl, yeah. what is that? In the summer, I'm like, wow. Yeah, I in the summer, I'm skinny. I know. Because I, it's too, it's like literally too hot for me to do anything. And I'm like, but well, I can't But in the winter, eat. I want a pork roast <laughs> with a glass of like full-bodied red wine. Okay. But no, in the summer. Okay, so that's good to know. Girl, thank you. Okay, this is, sorry, everyone. Sorry, listeners. This is a side note. I needed that, the ghost protein for like a meal replacement with ice and almond milk. Yep. Period. Yep. And then, you know, um, I think what flavor do I have? I think I have peanut butter cereal milk, which is so good. And even sometimes I might add like a spoonful of peanut butter. And if I know, like I haven't eaten all day or something like that or whatever, but yeah, I, that's what I like about it is you can just do it and go. You don't have to kind of do a lot. And the organ I think is a little nasty. Um, Unless you have fruit. It's like a, it's like more of like a protein smoothie. Which I feel good about feeding my child or gain, like for like smoothies in the summer. But yeah, for yeah. a meal replacement. That's why I use Isogenics and Girl, to be honest with you. From what I've heard, okay, I'm not a protein connoisseur, <laughs> but, and I'm not trying to throw a brand under the bus, but I like one specific type, and it's not even that delicious. It's just like, okay, this will do, where you throw it with like water, ice, and the protein right, powder. Yeah, yeah. It's just the one flavor for Isogenics. It's 250 calories. It's got, I think it's like 22 grams of protein, and it really does keep you full. So I yeah. do that. I don't know that it's the cleanest. I know it's not soy. I think it's not soy. It's like whey protein, but I yeah. don't know that it's like the best option. I just do it because I'm like, oh, this isn't awful. So. Right, no, well, that. <laughs> But because I really like some healthy stuff is really nasty and I really wish that people would just be honest about it and just say like, look guys, it's not good. It's good for you. And that's why we do it because I can't be like, Oh my God, this green drink is so good. It looks like it tastes like grass outside. Right. Please don't lie to me. (laughs) And you're like, listen, I know that times are hard, but we're not yet in just survival mode, so I want to enjoy it a little bit. Right. I'm saying. Like, can I get a sprinkle of, like, some, because sometimes I'm like, no, this needs some sugar or something. Right. When the time comes, I will consume the grass, but at this point, we're not there yet. yet. Right. (laughs) I couldn't agree more. Oh, my goodness. So what are you up to um, today or even this week and stuff? Girl, I'm going to tell you, I have had a mimosa already. It's 12.04 p.m. Um, We are actually, girl, when I tell you that this week has been a week, and when I tell you next week is going to be the same way, it has been, and not in a bad way, it's just been very, very, very busy. And then, like, any sort of, like, when you're finished, well, when I've been finished with, like, my work busy, then I have been, like, home busy, just home busy trying to get, and, wrap up yeah. these, like, home improvement things that I'm doing. <laughs> and so all the that colors, is the Kelsey's all... house is now a rainbow. It is. Um, Welcome to Rainbowland. Yeah. The Rainbow Connection, Delco, um, where 
this like today my husband is about to start like a really crazy time at work where he's working like seven days a week, 14 hour shifts um, for three weeks. So we both were like, okay, let's like scramble, like knock some stuff out. And then last night we came down the shore and we've just been like having time together. And like, girl, we went on like ratchet um, golf cart rides. Cause my husband drives like a psychopath. Cause my daughter loves it. And I'm like, get me off. But yes! anyway, <laughs> he, we're like driving all around. We were like at the, <laughs> the playground, had her at this little like beach thing where she likes playing sand. And then this morning girl, we slept. I'm not, a, I'm, I, I, my body clock, I naturally wake up early. Yes. But you do. Girl, I, because, <laughs> because of this week being so busy, I actually had a night where I got like three hours of sleep and I am a seven hour minimum. Yeah. So this morning, girl, I slept until 8 30 AM. <laughs> okay. 8 30 in the morning. And I only woke up because my daughter actually came in and she's like, cause we're not like at our house. And she's like, mom, somebody's calling me on the iPad. What do I do? <laughs> and like, she, cause we have white noise cause it's noisy on her yeah. iPad. And then, some, but it's connected to my husband. So, yeah, right. Because my so, Jacqueline has an iPhone, my old iPhone, and it's connected to yeah. My so iPhone. somebody right, yeah. <laughs> and they're preparing. They start this like big job starting tomorrow. So he like his phone's been ringing since six a.m. Right. But for whatever reason, this call went through, and she answered it on her iPad. It's like somebody from his work. That's He's like, so "Uh, funny. is your dad there?" <laughs> So, she anyway, probably was like, up, hello, good morning. Know, like, I know, mom, there's someone on my iPad. So then we woke up at 8.30 and girl, it's just been, to be honest with you, very, very slow and nice. My husband went out and got us um, bagels. We had coffee. We were watching 18, I think it's 1883. It's like the side equivalent. Oh, Yellowstone yeah. For the Yellowstone. The yeah. Mm-hmm. We've been watching that drinking coffee mimosas. My daughter's been doing eSparks math on the iPad, and now I'm recording. It's been such a beautiful morning, and I appreciate it no matter what. This is like my type of morning, but I appreciate it even more after a hectic, yeah, like good busy but busy week. You know what I mean? Girl, what are you doing? Well, yesterday I was supposed to go down to Philly to the Eagles Women's Festival at the stadium. Wait, girl, you didn't go? No, girl, I couldn't move my arm. So. Oh. No, so I wasn't. Sorry. I know. I, I know was, you were looking forward to it. Well, good. Brenda went. She took Jacqueline. Yes. Okay, good. Oh my gosh. So, so much they had a great time. The pictures oh. are so cute. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I would send it to you, but you know you can't get pictures. Oregon Trail over here, guys. Okay, I'm a pioneer woman over here. <laughs> yeah. Chelsea is a pioneer woman. Her phone, um, she can't get pictures until next. Well, I'm saying next month, but like May. Monday. But I'm, but I'm still like sending her stuff because I don't, it's not registering in my head. That, and like, I'm like, girl, you know, I don't have any more data. And I'm like, I can't oh see God. it till May. And I'm like, well, can you, like, can you Marco? Because I've been Marcoing you. I can Marco for whatever reason. I can't send a screenshot. I can't send a picture. <laughs> girl, I was trying to send you a screenshot of the business cards. And then I just realized I'm like, I randomly, like, well, two days later, will be like, message failure, message unable to send. I'm like, oh, gosh. Yes, guys, we did get some new business cards in and new stickers, so keep a lookout for those. That's right, and at an event near you, Amber is doing, like, a media blitz. 
Scranton in the month of May. So. Yes. Um. So I have a giving back to the community presents women are power. It is a free ladies brunch. Period. And it is June fourth, from twelve to three p.m. And it's up here in Scranton area. It's in Dunmore. I am one of the um, speakers. And guys, this is like the this is the second time, but. That I'm speaking as a podcast host and producer. So as my it's title. So exciting. I know. So I'm really excited. I wish Chelsea was going to be there with me. But. Hey, Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but next time, um, I know she will. And so like what we're doing right now is there, I have been kind of on a media blitz with politics, but make a fashion. Just getting our name out there and kind of just being able to like. I don't want to say be proud because I feel like that's the wrong word. Confident and like we're podcast hosts, you know, and Chelsea we are does, podcast hosts. right. And like Chelsea does our, you know, you did our merchandising. She did the stickers and the business cards and stuff. Like we have these titles, but for it feels weird or like silly to, to want to use that. Right, right. Yeah. And so, you know, just going out there and really trying to get our name out there and be, you know, guys, be proud of what you do. If you have a small business or whatever, you know, like, that's what you're doing. And that's okay. Right. I'm saying that to myself. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yes, yes, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. But so, it is true. It is yeah. true. I think, I think we forget that people, like, with these masks, like, like, remember, don't ever forget, do not ever forget, every single person that you know cannot live their life in full function without Amazon. Amazon started in a garage with one man and one computer. Period. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Girl, I got an Amazon storefront now, too, so. Of course you do. I have no idea what I'm doing. Know how to, no, not, don't know how to use it yet all the way, but we're getting there. I know you're going to. If anyone's going to figure it out, girl, it's going to be you. So, guys, last week we wanted to talk about some of the um, incidences that were going on around the country with, like, these random, like, shootings. Um, And we didn't get to it last week. So, I just wanted, we wanted to talk about it this week. So, that's why it's just a little, the timing's a little off. But in the past, like, couple weeks, seven people in the U.S. have been shot. Um, One died. And the thing about it, the reason that these people have been shot was just for, like, really normal situations and doing very regular things. So, one, a group of friends looking for a friend's house um, arrived in a wrong driveway, and one of them was fatally shot. Another one, uh, a boy, was going to pick up his siblings, and he went to the wrong address and he was shot. Um, In Texas, a man shot two cheerleaders outside a supermarket after one of them mistakenly got into his car thinking it was her own car. I have personally went up to somebody's car and opened the door. Amber, and it I has not been my car. You. I, like, yes. I, remember I was like, oh my gosh, I just opened the door to somebody else's car. Like, one-off incidences but that happen with like complete complete like right. innocent intention like in total accidents and these kids lost their lives for it right um in north carolina 
a man shot a six-year-old girl and her parents because the children were playing and they went to get a basketball that rolled in his yard. Um, so yeah, girl, like I just, um, it's too much. And I think that we, we definitely have a mental health issue problem, but we have a gun problem because like, it's just, if they, if these people didn't have guns, then they wouldn't have been able to do this. And I don't know, like, I want to kind of be like, okay, these people are crazy, right? But at the same time, I just, what was that, four or five incidences. And it's like something we're doing is making these people think it's okay just to randomly shoot somebody. And that's kind of what it is for me. Um, Like, it's just weird. You know, I would just, I would never go answer my door and see somebody on my doorstep and just shoot them. No. Like, because I'm afraid. I have had somebody come to my door and it was very weird. And they were, like, trying to come in to talk to me about, like, a gas bill or something. And I was home alone. Jacqueline was taking a nap and they went to open my screen, but I keep my screen locked. And I just got a weird feeling. And right. I was like, no, I'm okay. No, thank you. Like, get off my porch. And I closed my door and locked it. But, like, I wasn't going to shoot him. Right. Right? <laughs> right? I mean, like, unless he, like, fully forced his way exactly, in. And exactly. And realized that he harm. Right. Right. Well, like, right. but I, you know what? And there's actually, there was an, an additional incident. I'm not sure what type of coverage it got. But in Philadelphia, and there's a reason why I'm bringing it up in regards to mental health. In Philadelphia... Yeah. A mom with her 11-year-old son ran into Dunkin' Donuts to grab her coffee that she had pre and she was gunned down, like, right in front of her son. And turns out it was, like, it was a woman that her husband had been having an affair what? with this woman. But, like, he, he, so he ended it. So I'm dying for some man. But he and Well, the thing is, is that, like, apparently he ended it. But this is where it gets, like, kind of makes sense to what you're talking about this mm-hmm. woman shot this man's wife because he ended an affair with her but like when i tell you in cold blood in front of this woman's yeah. child and she shot him in conjunction with her quote-unquote ex-baby daddy who just like rolled with her even though he's not with her anymore they mm-hmm. shot they shot this woman at 9 a.m in 9 a.m in Philadelphia, broad daylight, and, like, didn't even try to escape, like, knew that they were going to get arrested, got arrested. Like, and when I tell you that these people did not care at all, yeah. like, didn't care at all, this child's in the street screaming. And that's kind of what the vibe from these people who have the stories that I was reading off, it's almost like none of them really, like, cared or, or like, got it or something. They're empty. They're, like, yeah. empty. And then, but, like, they're, and I'm, I'm sharing this because I actually had a friend who's, like, I heard about it, but she's, like, listen, this shooting in Philadelphia, she's at work and she works in a very corporate, like, you know, tight area. She had a coworker come into her office and just, like, you know, get extremely emotional. And my friend's like, bro, like, what's up? And she's like, dude, like, I, like, I can't, like, 
like we're we're killing moms in front of kids now with not an f given like i can't like she's like she was literally like i can't sit at my job and fill out reports until five o'clock like i can't do that today like I don't know this woman. I don't know her child. And I'm devastated. Like, what's going on? And she, my friend said, she's like, it was like a movie moment because I have this coworker who I'm not close to, but right. just literally was like, I can't do it. Like, what is happening? And I'm not well. Like, it's yeah. affecting people. And like you said, girl, and it's such a hard, it, it always, I feel like when this happens, it turns political, which I don't like, but I, I I think vast majority of people that I know have guns and aren't shooting people and aren't shooting people who pull into their driveway. Right. But I think that there are so many people who are not well mentally. But on top of that, girl, our world, we live in a very high stress, yeah. high tense time. Well, and, and then like, in America, it's easy to get guns. Because I think because I'm like, other countries have mental health issues, have depression issues and all that but yet people aren't doing this and that's for me it's like well what's the difference and the difference is is because we have we're accessible to weapons so easily yeah i have guns too and i'm not shooting anybody in my doorway because that's not okay crazy crazy Uh, crazy. you know but it's like that it's like that added extra piece in there you know because i hear people say well it's not the gun it's mental health i think it can be more than one thing I think it can be like a combination, like a perfect storm, you know, and that. Well, it's like the same thing with, I feel like it's the same thing like with drugs though. Like drug, like I could walk, I could literally walk around my corner and go buy whatever it is I want to buy, but I'm not buying it. Like I'm not doing it. Right. Right. But then like, like (laughs) the wrong person that can easily get, and I'm not saying drugs are illegal or anything like that. Maybe it's not the best analogy, but I'm just saying like some people are getting drugs and some people are getting drugs to hurt themselves or to hurt other people or whatever the case might be. And I think that with the guns being accessible, I mean, I agree that like, I think there does need to be a shift. And I know that a lot of times parties turn this into fodder for their, their push, but it's like, it's either like no guns or like, ARs for everyone, <laughs> even babies. Like, you're right. And, and, and it's like, like, no. But that's where, again, I feel like we always end up missing making effective change yeah. because we are lost in the distraction of the extremes. Because and, we got to do something. Because what we just talked about is kids, like kids just getting shot for being kids and just being human. Well, and like, and also like, but like also too, I, I really do though. I think that a lot of it, yeah, a gun, gun stuff. Yeah. We are easily accessible, but like, I mean, 15 years ago, is that same person shooting somebody for being in their driveway? I think there's a lot of fear. There's a lot of stress. There's a lot of uncertainty. Girl, just going to the grocery store. I'm like, how are people going to do this? Like, how are people going to keep this up? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know how people are going to pay for their groceries. I don't know. And I used to be a little confrontational Connie over here. (laughs) Like, if there was any sort of, like, excuse me, you cut me in line. Or, like, hello, don't ride on my bumper like that because you and me are going to. And when I tell you I'm not that way anymore. Nope. I'm not that way. You know why I'm not that way? Because I'm not trying to get shot. In my face. (laughs) Right. Exactly. And when I say where I live, like this, like kind of main road where I live, people literally, literally shot 
to death this man in front of his kids because they weren't going 45 even though speed limit's 35 like <laughs> and so i'm like you know what you but but the crazy thing is i feel like i can sense that you can sense the like I don't know what you would call it. It's like a chemical reaction. You can sense it in the air where people are on edge. They're not okay. I'm I'm not going to be. Well, and the only, and the only thing I would say about like the example of like 45 years ago, people weren't shooting each other. They weren't, but there was still a lot of racism. So with the black boy coming to the white man's house, he still could have been harmed. You know what I mean? Because people were still beating people, black people shooting them, having them arrested, like there was still a lot happening that <clears throat> same same mindset, same person, now different weapons. Right. Well like yeah. But like what about the what about the white girl that she well, no, pulled right. in the wrong driveway? Right. Well because and she was shot exactly. by a white man. Like, and can... then you have so you have all these different things pulling into the balloon. You know, you have all yeah. these different facets. And that, you know, turn, I've turned around and drive. I actually stopped turning around in driveways, um, because I had, I just got freaked out turning around. I was somewhere. I think I might have been in the South, guys. Um, and I won't do it now. No, don't do it. Yeah. I want, and now after this, I'm really not doing it, you know, but it's like, yeah, it's, it's wild. Just living, just doing things that, regular smegular people do and so i just wonder if you're in a different country that doesn't have these access to weapons and you have somebody who does who is unstable right and you go to their driveway and you and you turn around what do they do then in that situation because they don't have a weapon you know what i mean but i also wonder about like the mental (laughs) the mental capacity and welfare and health in other countries because i feel like there's so many other countries that are so less fortunate than what the, you know, a good amount of Americans are. And I'm like, are they, but we're, the, we're really like the only country though, that doesn't have healthcare for people. <laughs> right. And I think, you know what? I know that's a big part of it. it. Right. It really is because people here are desperate and there's a lot more people living in terrible situations than we want to admit. And a lot of people don't have insurance and a lot of people have insurance, but can't actually afford to use it because they have high co-pays and different things. And, you know, they're not getting the help that they need. Or there's like we talked about before, the waiting list for mental health services. If you say that you want it and stuff and it's just, you know, it's a lot. Right. It's a lot. And I think that, you know, we are as a society, like as a whole, as a world, there's a lot more stress on us because there's a lot more responsibility, have financial responsibility and everything like that. But we got to figure out why we're so special in this situation when other people are probably going through the same things. You know, um, I was watching something about the UK and their housing crisis and kind of the cost of living situation that they're going through is over there as well. And it's basically the same as ours. Right. I didn't really realize that. But, you know, she's talking about the stresses that they're having and, like, her stress and everything. And this was a young woman, probably our age. And I'm like, but still, nope, they're not shooting everybody every five seconds either. Mm-hmm. Like, they don't have these mass shootings in schools and stuff. So I'm like, what is it that we're doing or I'm missing that is causing us to be like this? Yeah. 
You're right. And it's sad. Like that oh. little boy saw his mom get shot for <laughs> for what? Because her because the little boy's dad had an affair. Well, <sighs> and also like like you weren't even trying to like like there was no ounce of humanity in you that was like let me shoot this woman in her sleep or whatever or like, right, or like right. not in front of her kid when the kids at school or right whatever. like she was just and like didn't care like sat there waiting to get arrested like for yeah. like, what? and then like you have a man who's not even involved he's just like yeah i don't care like go ahead and arrest like, what you- <laughs> what's happening right. but i think, but I think that- a lot of people think that it's just okay you know and they think that they'll get away with it because you know for for whatever reason because you i mean you see people like george zimmerman he's out here living his life you know and and you see people that have done things off with it and i think that i think there's this real sense of like it's gonna be okay especially states that have stand your ground laws um those states a lot of these like uh some of these shootings happen states and a lot of the people are under the assumption that like it's fine and he so one of the articles said um okay the shootings have drawn attention because they are extreme and in such quick succession but they show how standard ground law belief that people can use guns defensively anytime they perceive a threat and that that to me is so american Anytime you're scared, you can just shoot somebody. And that goes for police too. You know, when they, I feared for my life, so I killed him, even though he didn't have a weapon. You know, it's this perceived threat that we can just shoot people instead of, like you said, when the guy came, I just closed the door. And if I needed to, I'd have called the police, you know, or done whatever. Well, see, I feel like that right there is where we differ. Because if he would have pushed his way into my house, you're getting. Oh, no, no, Chelsea, if you're leaving in a body bag. Chelsea, if he would have pushed his way in, if he would have actually touched the handle one more time, there would have been a problem. Yeah, (laughs) I would have called the cops to come pick up your body. Wait, but since I was inside the house, I knew that, like, shooting didn't need to be my first option. Right, right. 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 And and so that's kind of what it is. It's like, and I, I. when I read that sentence, I said, that's what it is, you know, because when police are talking about a shooting involved with somebody with, with no weapon and it said, well, I feared for my life and, and a jury, okay, that's enough. That's en- you, you, you're, you're innocent. You didn't mean to do it. And it's like, we can't just shoot people because we're scared. Right. Like, yeah, if somebody's cu- coming into your house or in your house, absolutely. But the minute that you're able to be in your house, that's your, your, you have a barrier between you and them. Right. And the minute you go in your house and come back out, because he, oh God, Chelsea, here, there was during the winter, um, a guy who was shooting, uh, they were like, uh, shoveling snow and he went into his house and got more, another weapon and came back out to shoot. And, like, specifically, they were, like, the police said, um, you know, you went in your house. Right. So, like, yeah, and then you came back out. Yeah, right, exactly. Right. So, yeah, you're, I, I totally agree with you. Like, yeah, if I felt like he was in my, coming in my house, I would have done what you're saying, 100%. But I knew that he wasn't. And I also thought in my head, like, I can't just be shooting. Like, I'm going to go to jail. <laughs> right? Well, but, but I think, again, though, too, you're right. And, again, I feel like the sense and the logical thing to do and, like, the right steps to take 
again, get lost in this conversation because we then like you have people who start talking about it on the news. And then, like, like I said, each person starts to push their agenda. And then again, we never find resolution Mm -hmm. because we have we have two options and the two options are so extreme and dramatic and make no sense and aren't valid. And like, there's never a common ground. And then right. it's like, and then, and then guess what happens? We get super busy working our two jobs, hustling, yep, trying yep. to pay our bills. And we just mm-hmm. forget about it and keep it moving until it happens. Until again. it happens again. Yeah. And then guess what we're going to do again? We're going to argue about yeah. it on Fox news versus CNN or whatever, just as whatever the case might be, <sighs> this agenda versus that agenda. We're going to argue about it with crazy extremes and never find the middle ground until it's right. a cycle. Yeah. And then meanwhile, people are just mentally unwell or completely uninformed or shooting people who don't shooting shooting a little girl in a car because she's in the wrong driveway, shooting a boy who's there to pick up his siblings and put like we're mm-hmm. the people are we're just gonna keep killing people because we have this wrong perception and or mental ill to me, I think you're mentally unwell if that's your first jump. Especially when like they're in your oh, right. waking up in your home. Like, <laughs> right. what? Exactly. Yes, yes. Like, yes. I, until you're knocking at my door, my first assumption would be like, oh, they must be at the wrong house. Like, so all that to say, it's like, it's a sick cycle and write your congressman because this is some BS. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, exactly. And it makes guys me so them. sad. It makes me so sad. But I also think, honestly, like, there has to be repercussions. Like, these people need to go to jail. Oh yeah. Um So like that's you know what I'm saying? Like these people have to go to jail because You need to understand need, that you can't right, just right. if there was a real threat, okay, let's look into it. But like someone was in your driveway, a ninety pound little girl or like a young boy, that's not a mm-hmm. perceived threat who didn't come anywhere near your door, get out of here. Right. You need to go to jail. Right. You lo- they lost their life for what? Your misperception? <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah, yeah. Like, if my child was shot, I think of my daughter <clears throat> getting her license and pulling into the wrong driveway and being shot. You you think that I'm going to accept that because right. you assumed that she... Bro, what? Like, get out of here with that. Yeah, exactly. All right, guys, we are going to take a quick break, and then we will be right back. Chelsea, I got to go open the door. Jacqueline's here. I'll be right back. (laughs) Javi Coffee, your daily grind reimagined. Instantly craft any style of coffee in seconds. Get 20% off your next purchase if you use code AMBER48138. Again, the code is AMBER48138. Go to javicoffee.com. Welcome back to Politics But Make It Fashion. And so I wanted to kind of go into our current president is officially running again. So Chelsea... (laughs) How do you feel about that? I we we've we've actually had I I I don't even think it's just us having this conversation. I've heard heard many people. Do you? I don't even know, but I know that it's old. What is Joe Biden's age? He 
He's in his seventies, late seventies, I think. Late, um, late seventies, and I. Well, because I, he's already the old. No, he might be eight. No, he's eighty. I. He's the oldest president right now. I don't. I don't. So for me personally, I don't agree with him. I don't agree with his policies. I don't agree with his agendas. I don't agree with the things that he does. I don't agree with the choices that he makes. And besides that, I and I okay again. I'm not. I'm when I say this, I'm saying. The utmost respect. I have a, a lot of respect for the elderly and like for older generations. One of the things that happens when you age is your muscles start to deteriorate and not at like a disease type of rate, just from like being older. Right. And, and you, you your lose. mental capacity deteriorates as well. Well, your brain is of, a muscle. Yeah. Right. Not and because so, of disease. It just naturally starts to slow deflate. down. Yeah. <laughs> and you lose, you lose your, your core sense, your core weakens and you can't balance as well, or you can't, hold your train of thought as well and again i don't think it's a joke i don't think it's funny i say that in the sense that like you've lived a very long life and so for those reasons even just for those reasons i'm like i don't think that you're the man for the job especially because i don't think that things are getting any easier or any better with other countries or with our um the american dollar things like that so I don't think you should be president for that reason. And then also on top of that, too, I just I think that there's just a lot of shady stuff with um, Joe Biden that happens that we kind of like overlook that doesn't get really brought to the thing. So he had his four years. Finish out your four years. Try to like maintain your balance as best as we can. Amber, you and I and I also have talked about this personally where I'm like, OK, I personally did not vote for Joe Biden. But that doesn't mean that I hate him. And I feel, I girl, right. I, I, I don't want to watch him speak because I literally feel bad that his party is putting him up in front of people when he can barely, like, keep his balance on a consistent basis. Or they're putting him on a bike when he can't stand up right. Like, I don't like it. It doesn't make me feel good. And I honestly feel Now, he did ride his bike for a while before he fell off of it. Yeah, but like again, you're older, so if you're gonna ride your bike, maybe you ride your bike around the block or two in the privacy of your own, like not in front of a camera. Like I just don't think yeah. that he's the man for the job. So I don't have good feelings about it, and I don't, I I I'm not happy about it. And I again, I think people are running. That why? Like I feel like one person's running because you're trying to basically prove that you weren't wrong you have this person running where i don't think that you... that is such a perfect yes okay. and i and i feel like you're running because of whatever because you're like no nope, you... i think that i think he's running because he really looks up to obama and obama did two terms and i think he wants to do two terms yeah obama was a lot younger than he was when he well yeah you know um i will say that for me, I think that Joe Biden has done some really good things in his term so far that I definitely agree with and I'm here for. Um, so there's things like the the bipartisan infrastructure bill, which, I mean, y'all, I don't know how many of y'all have potholes. Like, we have potholes and our bridges are falling apart. But that was good on... Um, he produced and got the first major gun safety bill passed in decades. Um, like there's stuff about kids health care that has been pushed through. He did get the inflation reduction act. Um, I think it should have been a little bit more, but y'all, we were struggling and it, and it was something. Um, 
he's done he's i want to say hired he's appointed the most black federal judges ever we have our first black female supreme court judge so on for me i don't disagree with what he's doing with everything that he's doing i don't disagree all the way with his agenda because i think he has done some really really great things um even fox news i read an article on fox news that was saying you know the things that joe biden has done that are really good so there are really good things and they don't always get publicized or you know i don't think that the democrats have a very good um like public face as far as somebody to say like hey we passed this we you know we did this or whatever but i do think that it's time to pass the torch on to somebody else um and it's for me i just you know who else are we gonna have out there you know and who's willing to kind of step up and and take the mantle and 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 do this and that's and what and I, I think that's know. the whole reason I think but that's that's part of the problem. I think that Joe Biden is president because it was like the like what people thought was like okay, well of the crappy choices that I right. have. And that, I and I and I that's what I thought too and I definitely honestly I agree with that because it's at that time and I think you can agree, agree with things at the time and place that you're in. But now that you're at a different time and place, then there needs to be a different solution. But, and that's what I'm saying, though. So I'm just like, I'm like going forward again. Like, okay, so then great. What are the options going to be in 2024? Like, I just... Girl, oh, it stresses me out. And, girl, but, it stresses but, me but, out so much. But I do like to remind people, because I always forget this when I like, I can get lost in like, you know, the back and forth of things. At the end of the day, there's, it's not just like, okay, he decides, so say go. It's like, there's a lot of other things that they have to go through. It's not just like they're out here running amok, like um, yeah. Russia, you know what I mean? Like, right, right, with, right, like, right. Or North Korea. We but still just, do have checks and balances. We have yeah. to, right, right. But I just, I hope that there is somebody that's willing to step up that like, I don't know, has like a genuine, has, has in a logical level, good, solid understanding has a good policy, good agenda and can really care about the American people more than their party and do what's right. Even if it's not Supreme Republican, Supreme De Democratic, even if it's just right. Cause I feel like the people I respect the most anyway are somewhere in the middle of all of these parties, all of these crazy people. Like they're like right in the middle. They're like, yes, for mm -hmm. this. Yes, for this. Yes, for that's what I would like to see. So personally, girl, I don't know. Right now, I don't feel great about the options, but here we are. Yeah. Again. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, I agree with that. And I, <clears throat> you know, somebody needs to come in and say that they're going to run too. <laughs> yeah. And like, and you know what, like I said, I want, I genuinely wonder how many people have come in with incredible, incredible ideas and groundbreaking policies and things, but like, didn't get to follow through with them or didn't get enough, like didn't even end up making it through um, what we would call the primaries or whatever it's called, because 
the Republican was like, no, you're my, you're my, my vote. And I don't like that. And I don't like this. So I'm not pushing you through or yeah, the Democrats, yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. you're my person, but you're not, that's not fully democratic. So we're not doing it. Like I well, just want to have the last election when we have, so on the Republican side, when we had 92 people running for president, one of the things that pissed me off was the fact that I couldn't watch everybody be in the debates because it was like, oh, well, this person didn't make the, okay, whatever. If there's this many people running, let's just hear from all of them so that we can make the choice instead of excluding people already, you know, based on this and that. And then I don't think they would be able to necessarily push an agenda specifically with people if we could see everybody's agenda. You know what I mean? Right, right. And listen, if you always do what you've always done, you're always going to get what you've always got. Mm-hmm. And what's the definition of insanity? <laughs> Doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. And I just, listen, America, <laughs> I just hope that we can do so much better. Yeah. than what we've done and i mean that even for the great presidents that there were like let's do let's find somebody that's even better you know yeah yeah we need someone good yeah um trump came out with his agenda of what he wants to do uh it's interesting um to be honest with you i didn't read it listen to it i have no idea what he yeah. said well, it's very racist. <laughs> um, I it's like delusional. I'm trying to pull it up for you guys so I can like quote it for you. Um, to see what it is, but yeah, it's been. He talked a lot about. Um, he wanted to cut federal funding for any school that has anything that's quote unquote woke in it. Um. He wanted to definitely double down on immigration, um, any type of, oh, he wanted to, like, uh, guys, I got to find this for you because it's, it's crazy. He wanted to, like, completely end gang violence and, like, other things, which, yes, but everything he was saying was, like, code word for black people, and it was very scary. Where did I even see this thing at? Um, you know, do you know what I mean by that, Charles? Or should I explain? I, like, maybe I don't because I, maybe because I, I don't feel that because I'm not a black person. So I don't fully understand the way it, you might understand it, but I'm like, yes, I would also like to end senseless gang violence. And, you know, I feel like emigrating the right way is a good way to do things like to go through a process, but should we have a better process? Maybe like, so right. I don't, I don't know. And but again, like, I didn't read the, it. So. The- about it is there is because he wants to reintroduce stop and frisk okay to end game violence and basically what stop and frisk was was the police were allowed to come up to you at any time stop you frisk you check your bags do whatever because they thought you looked suspicious i think that is a lot of power to give to police who (coughs) even the even the listen I back the good police because I want to call somebody when I'm in trouble. The bad police who were on a power trip, I'm very afraid of because I feel like there's a lot of you should, narcissism. Well, you should, you would still be able to call police. Like nobody's saying that there shouldn't be police officers. Oh no, no, no. Yeah. I'm not saying, yeah. I'm not saying that. I just know that there's been a war between the, if you like the police and everybody thinks you're a racist where I'm like, no, no, no. I like the good police. I don't like the bad police in any situation. 
um, especially as a woman, because like I'm not a person of color, but I am a woman. So I do have a fear of like being pulled over at night by a police. Is this a good police or is this a bad police? Like, I don't know. So, right, right, right. so I, I think that that's a lot of power to give to the police as a whole when like there might be some really great police that are really just looking for guns and to end violence. But there might be some police that might just mark you because like they don't like the way you look or maybe you're a woman and they want to feel you up because they're horny during their shift. Like, I don't know. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's a lot of power and that is a little scary. Right. And that's, and that's kind of, that's why. So you see like, Oh, I want to end gang violence. That's great. So does probably everybody else. But then in the same breath, when you say, well, I'm going to reintroduce stop and frisk to end gang violence, the people that were stopped and frisked were black people and Spanish people. So it's like, okay, so are you only going to now stop those people to see, you know what I mean? And that's, that's kind of where the tug of war of it kind of goes. And so for black people, when you're watching things like Fox News and they're talking about and they call black people thugs. That's code word for nigger. Hard ER, guys. Because they can't call us that. They know they can't. So anytime you do something, you're a thug, you know? And it's like, mm, are they a thug or are they just black? Right? So that's kind of where the code words come in and where people where it's looked at as like you're trying to say something and you're trying to not say it at the same time. Dog whistle politics. So when they say, oh, we're going to reintroduce stop and frisk, the dog whistle is we know that only targets black and brown people. So yay, we're here for it, if that makes sense. Mm. So yeah, it's it's not that people don't want to st- oh because he said he's going to go really hard on crime and gun violence and things so yeah in in a logical mind you're going to say well okay cool that's great but who are you targeting when you're saying you're going to stop crime and gun and gang violence with the stop and frisk stuff well i think that that ends up getting tough because like I look at, like, North Philadelphia specifically. Girl, North Philadelphia is, like, a war zone right now. Yeah. But the vast majority of the people there are black people. Like, the population is primarily a black population, but they're also extremely violent within their community, and they're killing each other. So is that targeting if some if you're gonna then like be like okay we're targeting crime in north philadelphia and that happens to be a predominantly black neighborhood are they being racist or are they just going after the people who are shooting each other but then you go into a neighborhood that maybe is like and i don't girl i don't know what the proper word for this would be like i I, it's always been called white trash so to speak i don't know but like but I'm talking about like, right, right. the Aryan like brothers. A, a, a poor the Aryan brothers were bald headed right, and yeah. ignorant and racist and dropped out of school and extremely violent and literally soulless. And they're out here raping people, killing people, like in, in impersonating young kids. And they're also extremely. It's like a. It, to me, it's. I mean, I think it's a gang. It's just a gang that has a different color skin. If you're going into a, a neighborhood in Oklahoma that is predominantly Aryan brother and you're going after them, I want you to. Right. And I don't care what color you are. If you're right. out here killing people or you're out here like robbing people at a grocery store, I don't care what color you are. I hope that you get persecuted to the fullest extent of the law. Well, the issue so with that isn't, 
isn't in areas like North Philly, where it's predominantly Black, so obviously those are people. It's other areas where the population isn't predominantly Black, but they're the ones who are getting arrested, charged, and placed in jail. So that's, that's see, what but like, that's what sucks. It's like, if we're going to go, I wish we could say we're going hard on crime with an, in an integral way. We're right. like, it doesn't matter if you're a woman and you're out here selling methamphetamines, you're going mm-hmm. to jail. It doesn't matter if you're a man and you're a black man right. and you're shooting people for, to steal their money, you're going to jail. But it doesn't matter if you're a middle-aged white man Joe. and you're raping kids, right. you're going to jail. Like, so that's just what sucks is like, I agree. Like, let's be hard on crime, but let's be hard on like actual crime, not crime that you think because this teenager happens to be black Boom. and you assume. Yes, or like, let's not it. be hard on crime because this young girl is Latina and she's walking with people who were known gang affiliates but she has nothing to do with it but now she's gonna be in jail for 25 years like i mean you just said it you just yeah yeah that's it but see like again this is what sucks and this is why politics are like i feel like the worst because we're gonna instead of like having somebody come in to say something simple like that i'm not a politician i never went to college i'm not smarter than anybody but that's a, a duh like obviously way to handle things but, like, I feel like where are the people who did go to Harvard, who did go to Yale, and can effectuate change, but aren't coming out here to be like, what we're not going to do is target people for their skin color. What we are going to do is push super hard and make people afraid to commit crimes by actually persecuting or prosecuting, excuse me, people who actu- who are actual criminals, no matter what they are. Like, no matter yeah. what color, no matter whatever. Uh, but then, like, I also feel like, again, like, remember how we were talking about, like, abortion versus, um, it's like everyone's like, well, we don't want you to have an abortion, but then what about our freaking foster care system? I feel like <laughs> right, it's the same right. way. We want to be yeah, hard yeah. on crime, but what are we doing in neighborhoods to prevent crime so that right. this eight-year-old doesn't grow up to be a rapist or a murderer? Like, what are what about them? Like, let's stop it before it starts instead of you know well chelsea and that was i love i love you that was another piece and that's what i was actually going to bring up too is because when you talk about crime and this is my social worker hat guys this is my researcher hat when you talk about crime and you talk about cities that have less crime so we'll take west philly or north philly for example has a lot of crime right is a terrible place do you know they don't have they don't have free preschools they don't have community health care they don't have um community centers before school programs after school programs great libraries all of those things that i just listed are proven to prevent crime if your kid goes to preschool they are proven to graduate from high school at a higher rate go to college and be productive members of society right if your kid does not have that the statistics are really terrible the same thing goes for going to a good school that has you know a lunch program for you to eat that has ap classes that has after school programs that have athletics a lot of these schools in terrible neighborhoods they can't afford any of that stuff so the kids have nothing Right. And they have nothing to do. There's no jobs in those neighborhoods. There's Girl, no opportunity. And so when I don't want to put that old adage. Yeah, idle yeah. hands are the yeah. dumbest because they're bored. Right. Or, not or they're bored. They're I feel surviving. Like, exactly. I feel like a lot of times this gang violence is the survival. It's a yeah, gang. And that's how or people are getting money. That's yeah. how people are getting protection. That's the only family 
that they have. And that's why they're so willing to. And that goes for Aryan uh, nation and stuff, too. That's the only people that some of these people have that are loving and kind to them. Right. And quote unquote, protecting them. So when you talk about crime and you talk about gang violence, you have to also talk about areas that don't have it and why they don't have it. It's not because these areas are white. It's because these areas have more. They're able to provide education and after school programs and internship opportunities and job opportunities and all of these different things for the people of that area. And when you take that away, it raises crime. And then what people want to do is say, okay, well, that area needs more police. Adding more police to it doesn't lower the crime rate (laughs) because people still are in survival mode and still need these things to survive and are trying to go after it. It might not be the right way, but in their head, it's the best way that they know how. Especially if you don't have an education, you don't have any other opportunities, you know, What ways are you able to make money and provide for your family? So that's why when I was reading his, you know, agenda and stuff that he wants to do, that's why it it comes across very racist because it wants to vaguely look at something but not actually go to the heart of the issue. And so when you have a lot of the people in his cohort who are very racist and who do see things like black and white, He's talking to them. And like I said before, that's what we call a dog whistle way. You know, you're not going to say we're going to go after black people. You're going to say we're going to be tough on crime and we're going to end gang violence. And to those group of people that says they're going after the black people because they're the ones that commit the crime and are the gangs. See, I wish people would ask him. I'd be like, what specifically do you mean? Because I feel like we should have way harsher (laughs) punishment for for child abusers and rapists and Mm. sexual assault. Then we do. But that's what I'm saying. Like, you want to go tough on crime? Like, but like, who's scared of who's scared of getting caught for rape? Oh, what? Because you're gonna do three days in jail? Girl, I was just watching a true crime thing, okay? And this man was raping minors, and it got dumbed down to the point where he only got probation. Like when I say I was actively yelling at the TV yesterday, um, yes. And I was like, see, this is the problem. Because why isn't anybody saying we're going after rapists and pedophiles and child molesters? I'm here for that. You well, know, that's what and I, giving them tougher sentences because this man really was raping kids. That's what I mean. And got probation. That's what I mean. Traffickers, like all this stuff. Mm-hmm. So like, again, I think again, like, and then, and then the opposing parties like agenda is probably going to be like something opposite that like sounds better, but again, isn't effectuate affecting change. And that's what we need. And I girl, that's why I'm saying ultimately, I think we need new leadership and I'm just praying that it's better leadership that's Mm -hmm. actually going to get to the problem instead of talking about an agenda (coughs) excuse me that looks good to whatever party yeah don't you want to talk about it be about it okay right right period and that's and that's why guys honestly um local elections are so important because these are the people that can really really help your city and help your town because these are when you're electing your um civil leaders like your what is it called your um the council oh god my mind went blank when you're electing your mayors and your like the people in the cabinet the sheriffs your city council members your school board members these are all elected seats these are the people that a lot of stuff me and chelsea are talking about can control those things 
on a local level and that will help your neighborhood and your area because they have a lot more power over who's arrested in your area, who's charged, all of those things. Because when you, you want to look at your, how is your area on crime? You know what I mean? How does your area treat rapists and pedophiles and things? You know, what are and they gun doing? Violence and, and gun violence. Crisis. Yeah. What are they doing about food and hunger and different things? Cause like here where, where I am, we still have tons of food pantries and tons of food drives. I wonder if North Philly has those things still, you know, or, or at all to where people, I have places, my, my college, um, Marywood University, big shout out, graduation. Um, we have a food pantry on, on campus that is absolutely amazing. You can go in there, you can grab your stuff and you can leave. You know, we have food pairing trees around the Scranton area. There's food drives. A lot of the holidays, we always have big food drives. So they just had one for Easter. And you're honestly kind of able to go around and go to different places to provide that food for your family. So then, you know, you don't have to steal stuff, right? And it might like little small things that these pantries and having this food in this area provide lessens crime. So I wondered, you know, does an area like North Philadelphia have that? You know, do they Probably have these things right yeah. where people can do? Because that's that lessens crime right there. You know, and that's what we're missing. And those are the things that we're not talking about. So that's why we're talking about them here on Politics yeah. But Make It Fashion. Exactly. So on that note, thank you guys for joining us this week and having this really great conversation with us. Um you know, we really want to inform everybody and, and keep the conversation going and keep it moving. So if you're in the Scranton area today, come out to my spring concerts by the Wally Gordon Singers. It is at 6 p.m. at the Clark Summit United Methodist Church. And make sure that you guys follow us on Instagram at Politics But Make It Fashion 1 and on TikTok at Politics But Make It Fashion. Make sure you subscribe to us wherever you guys listen. We're on Apple, Spotify, Google, Amazon, you name it, we're there. Um, Girl, we have five-star rating. Yes! Um, so, and last week, what some of you might not know, but the last two weeks we have been on the Apple podcast charts. We we peaked before at 82. Two weeks ago, we are at 104, which is honestly amazing because there's thousands and thousands of podcasts out there. So thank you guys so much for all of your support and all of your help. And thank you so much for listening. Chelsea, add anything? Um, all I want to say is, yes, thank you. I echo that. And also, girl, I hope you hope you have so much fun tonight as you swing into spring. Yes. <laughs> I, hope you, I hope everyone that's able to go out really enjoys the show. It sounds like it's going to be awesome. Thank you so much, everyone. And we will chat soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to Politics But Make It Fashion. Before we go, show some love for your favorite podcast by leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts. If you like what you hear, click that listener support button. Then 
stay tuned for next week's all new episode wherever you get your podcast. You can find Politics But Make It Fashion on Instagram at Politics But Make It Fashion 1 and on TikTok at Politics But Make It Fashion. Chat soon.